So I always wondered how, what the lowest amount of money that you could make a world tour team with. Like if you could just sign everybody to minimum contracts and, you know, what that would look like. I mean, that's basically what Quebeca Assos is looking like this year. I mean, it's not, they're not all on minimum contracts, but holy shit, are they just a mishmash of riders. And I mean, good on Doug Ryder for saving the team. Um, you know, I, I have a theory that um, Derek Bouchard-Hall, the head of Assos now, um, I think he's the CEO of Assos, he is uh, at some point going to become UCI president um, after leaving USA Cycling. But in any case, he's, um, you know, they got Assos, Quebec is back as the title sponsor as well too um, with the team after a few years um, gone there. But And their budget must be really low. Um, especially when they had to just start signing riders left and right. Because um, right now they only have 27 riders, which is low um, for the World Tour um, there. They lost a bunch of guys. Um, and so they were just signing anybody. Like anybody that was out of contract almost besides a few, though I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe Julian Vermote, Guillaume Van Kiersbull, Michael Rain. Talk to Quebeca Assos, guys. They might have they might have a couple of quid lying around that you get a you get a contract with them, um, but yeah, because they had what is it something like seventeen riders come in that are new to the team, um, and they lost basically anybody that gave them a result before, um, besides D'Amico Potavivo, um, maybe a couple other ones. Um, as well too. So, uh, Nizzolo, yeah, Nizzolo, um, is back again for another year with them. Uh, Jansa von Rensberg, though he hasn't really done a ton. He's been more of a support role ever since he joined the team. Um, so yeah, tons of new faces. I don't know how they're going to function, but hey, they're a world tour, so they're going to get a lot of a lot of opportunities to shine here. So, obviously, Pultivivo, I don't know. Apparently, he's going to race till he's 85 years old. I think it's his last year on his contract. So, I don't know. He was fun to watch last year, just with that janky arm um, after the Tour de France crash. But he's still putting it to some of the younger guys. I thought he was going to do go better in the Jira. But then after a while, I think, what, after two weeks, it was like, all right, I'm too old for this shit. Um, but he's down for the Giro again, so should be fun to watch him. Um, anyways, Simon Clark joining the team from EF. He is an effort no longer, um, so he was joining the team. Um, he's getting, he's up there though. He's going to be 35 this year in July, so I mean, this is probably one of his last years to go for some big results. Um, you know, can he go high in Lombardia again? Uh, can he get any Grand Tour stage wins? Um, you know, he kind of just does like all this random stuff um, every now and then because he is a former King of the Mountains winner at the Vuelta, but he's won some random races as well too every now and then. Um, he gets second. He was second at Amstel Gold back in 2019. 
So he's just kind of all over the place. He had top 10 in San Remo that year as well, too. So if he can get back to some of that 2019 form, I mean, he'll be fun to watch, and the team will be very thankful um, for some results. Um, anyways, so he should be fun. Uh, another signing, um, Dimitri Clays coming over from Kofidis. Uh, so kind of a journeyman Belgian rider because he was on NetApp, for a while then he and that was the precursor to like way way back uh bora Hansgrow. Um, so he was on the like the original version of that team back in 2010 which was a fun little team because it had just some random guys um like Hubdoin, uh yambarta um Michael Schwarzman, Andreas Schillinger, you know, some guys that stuck around for a long time um, as well, too. Um, and then they had the next team, because Steven Kaza, the American, was on that team, Daryl Impey, Leopold Koenig, um, Cesara Benedetti, um, who's still on Bora. Um, he was in that team as well, too. I don't know. It was a fun little the original version of that. But then he went amateur um, for a while, um, and he got a ton of results, just racing everywhere. A um, ton of results in Belgium. He won uh, a bunch there. Then he got with Veranda Willems, Wanti, Kofidis for a few years um, as well, too. And with Kofidis, he got some big – he won some uh, a couple of races – um, he was up there, and then last year just feels like out of the blue, sixth in the Ronde von Vlaanderen, sixth. Um, so if he can capitalize on that, I mean, he is uh, going to be 34 this year, but, I mean, you don't just go sixth at the Ronde by accident, even if it is a, you know, a weird year. But, you know... I'm sure he'll be wanting to get a free roll in the classics, which I'm sure the team uh, will be giving him anyways. Um, so he should be a fun guy um, to watch there um, as well, too. Um, obviously, Nizzolo, the European champion. Um, he looked, he looked pretty good in Besage. He had a couple of you know top fives um, there. So he'll probably be the biggest rider in terms of getting consistent results for the team, but he's going to have to get some big results so that they're not dead last in the world tour, um, which kind of just sounds mean, but, I mean, it's just kind of the truth um, at this point. Another holdover from the team, Victor Campanertz. I guess some time trials. I don't know. Um, Mr. Arrow. Um, himself um, there. I mean, he was, he had a good Giro. Um, but with the time trials, I mean, he's kind of slipped back, I feel like, a little bit just with other guys coming up, uh, mainly Wout um, being, so he doesn't, he's not going to be the Belgium national championship unless Wout doesn't show up um, there. And then he'll get top fives, but in terms of getting wins, I don't, I don't really know. Um, there, uh, I'm just going through the list of this team just because it's so f 
random. Yeah, Lassie Norman Hansen, he's going to be a busy year this year. No idea how good he'll be on the road just because he's going to be focusing on the Danish team pursuit um, for the Olympics and trying to win a gold medal there. Too bad it doesn't give them any world tour points. Um, Max Volscheid, I mean, all of a sudden he's 27 years old now. Um, actually, 28. Um, this year, he should be another, I don't know about like winning any classics, he'll be up there, um, but I don't know, maybe the Skelda Prize, um, maybe some flat road races, um, so he, should, he might be able to get a, a win for them randomly um, as well too, um, and then they just got yeah a bunch of these young guys that are just kind of, you know, around there. Like uh, Killian Frankini coming over from Gupama. He's had some, like, another one of these guys that was full of promise. Um, he's a former winner of Valle di Aosta, uh, the big mountain race in Italy for under-23s um, there. Like, he beat Enric Moss in that race, but he has not um, had the best results as a professional and now this is his fifth year as a professional, so going to need a breakout from him. Harry Tanfield, I don't know. He's really endearing just because, yeah. I don't know about a world tour talent. I know that's, you know, I, I have no reason to say that, but he just seems he is on the borderline um, of being a world tour racer just with some of his results in there, and he was just hanging on for dear life at the Vuelta um, as well, too. Robert Power, I was huge on him as a under-23. Um, but he's had issues ever as a professional. Though I learned recently, apparently it's a bit... Uh, he had a, the weird bone thing coming out of the under-23s, um, something with like his bone marrow or something like that that was off. Which was, I don't know. I had never heard of it in anybody um, like racing before, so it was a new one to me. Um, but then I found out recently. Apparently, he has issues with fueling during races. So if he he's easy to bonk, um, and he's easy to, um, he could be up there. I remember the one year like he was up in the final selection at Stratobianca. Now, this is a few years ago anyways, uh, I think when he was on Orica. Um, but he was up there, final selection, like, oh, man, like, you know, he could get a good result here. Um, and all of a sudden, he just kind of slipped back. I don't know. He he did finish sixth in that race. I don't know. I just remember, I'm like, man, he could win this uh, sort of thing. And then he kind of just slid out the back, um, sort of. Um, so that's a reason, I guess, why he hasn't gotten, like, the big results that, like, his under-23 career kind of promised. Plus, I don't know, maybe he just kind of mellowed out and just, like, I'm fine with being a worker. Because um, he still has some, like, you know, he rides really strong and stuff like that. But, I mean, he did win Valle de Aost back in 2015. He just dominated that race, too, him and Jack Hegg, um Just beat a bunch of guys. Um, including his now teammate, Killian uh, Frankini, uh, as well, too. So, I don't know. Maybe Bob Power will surprise us 
um, and get a result there. American, shout out, Sean Bennett. Uh, but then, yeah, Connor Brown, he was a Zwifter that got a contract. Um, hasn't really done much of um, too much of anything. He came because he came from the um, development team um, anyways. Um, that's what happened. Yeah, he got the he won the Zwift thing, got on to the Continental team, and now he's with the World Tour team. And he's yeah, just filling um, filling a spot there anyways. Um, so I don't know. Overall, the team should be interesting. Now I do have a quibble with their kits. They do look better in person, but holy God, do the headshot photos make that kit just look God awful. Um, it stretches out the, I don't know if they use like a weird lens or something like that because it just stretches out the Mercedes logo that's on there and makes it look terrible. And honestly, if you're going to use the fluoro yellow, um, highlighter yellow color, you got to go big with that. They have like this yellow hand on the kit. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, if you're going to go big with it, like, go big with it so we can actually see it. Because if you see it um, in Besage, like, it just looks like a white kit, white and black. And honestly, a little underwhelming um with that so i don't know i guess we'll see what happens they're just lucky to um be in the world tour at this point i mean they have a few they're they have a couple year agreement i think so i think they got a little breathing space but they just need to find some money and hope that nizolo wins a couple of big races um so that they're not dead last in the world tour. Quebec Assos, saving your Assos.